If you've ever found yourself passionately curious, the type to soak knowledge and question the how and why, and think you might have the curiosity to push past average, push all the way to limitless, then welcome to Sales Network One. Sebastian Vivacqua is an expert on the human connection of sales in life and business, and he's here to evolve our thinking about the psychology of selling. You'll also hear from sales heroes, growth addicts, and rising stars on their strategies, methodologies, and techniques all tools you can use for your own limitless growth. It's the concepts, the fundamentals, even things you've heard before, but presented in a way that just makes sense. Now, let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sales Network One. Today, I have two guys with me. I have Mark and I have David as well. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Yeah, uh, happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. really appreciate you guys coming to the show. And for everyone, uh, Mark is from Netherlands and David is from Sweden. David Franson, Mark Browers, uh, both of them have a wide range of, of uh, experience from strategic roles to operations, sales, marketing, project management, and more. Uh, David is currently working as advisory board member and strategist for Ennest. And Mark is currently a country manager as well for Ennest, which is an efficiency tool for entrepreneurs. And together, they are co-founders of Nocto International. So, guys, I want to ask you, what, tell, tell us what you guys are up to these days at Nocto International and Ennest. Yeah, so uh, I will basically start introducing uh, Nocto a little bit. Um, so basically, um, now two years ago, we started, uh, David started Nocto. Uh, it's basically a, a nightlife social media app for the people uh, to help them find the right place. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically, that next to that, we have a marketing and CRM tool for the hospitality business. Uh, so, in really short, that's what we offer. And what we are trying to, uh, uh, what we are working on is basically create a win win solution uh, in the hospitality uh, business. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Tell us from your side, David. Yes, uh, exactly. So uh, while uh, Nocto is essentially our main focus now and is our own company uh, here in the Netherlands, uh, we also, as, as you uh, introduced, uh, also representing a Swiss company called Entnest. Um, so Entnest is a digital productivity tool for the entrepreneurship ecosystem. So we help both individual entrepreneurs, we help startups and, and more established companies, um, but we also then help what we call support organizations, uh, which encompasses co-working spaces, accelerators, and incubators, and all these players together essentially form the, the entrepreneurship ecosystem. And what we, what we have realized ourselves having our own startup is that there's so many things to do and there's limited time. Yeah. Um, so what, what we see as perhaps the biggest value added of Entness is the ability to save time and just to help you be more effective with your time because it's a, it's a curated network uh, with matchmaking and a, a whole series of other tools. So, um, I mean, both companies are still relatively early in their, in their history. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're, we're setting up the infrastructure. I think Nocto is now starting to grow in the Netherlands. Uh, Entness is doing very well in Switzerland, and uh, we hope to be able to have the same, uh, if not more than success, also with Entness here in the Netherlands. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I, and I, I participated to one of your of your meetups, so yep. I've uh, I've seen it firsthand. You know how you guys are developing uh, a community, 
and, and taking advantage of both things because I saw the, uh, I saw how you actually were getting everyone to interact well with Ennest, yeah. but not just Ennest. There was also in between there Nocto, and yeah. I saw the guys taking pictures in the app as well. Yeah. And I, we were also uh, at, here at the Mer Mercury Hotel where you can everyone was getting their tokens and stuff like that. So yeah. that was that was really cool to to actually see, and and, and that's where I wanted to also get your both of your perspectives in this regards. But well, from your side, uh, David, for, from Ennest, and, and from your side, Mark, for, for Nocto, so we can uh, split it and, and, and keep it in a, in a, in a nice uh, and tidy way for listeners, yes. so to say. What are the challenges that you're currently facing and, and how are you driving growth for both companies? So that, that will be the, the, the main question that, that I wanted to guys ask you and get this kicked off with. Yeah. yeah, so I think if I would start with, uh, with Nocto, yeah. uh, so at the moment we have uh, around 15, uh, 50 paying clients, uh, mainly here in The Hague. So in the beginning, because we have a two-sided platform, we have the app and we have a business platform, um, you need to start at a certain point. You know? So in the app you can get deals uh, via the app that are offered by venues. So yeah. if there are no venues offering deals, the value for the app users is, is lower. Um, but if there are no app users, then it's also for the venues, it's not that valuable. So that was the, the challenge that we really faced uh, in the beginning. The classic um, uh, the, chicken yeah, and egg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. yeah. So um, by experiencing that, uh, we basically decided to make, a, uh, make the price for the business platform uh, for the venues. So the bars, clubs, lots of hotels uh, where our technology uh, can be used. Uh, we made the price really low. Uh, to get uh, a certain amount of venues in uh, for a small price uh, where after we can officially launch uh, and then basically we will get some users and but with that users it's also easier to also uh, get other venues on board of course when the venues themselves are promoting it and besides that you also get more app users uh, why it becomes more interesting for uh, yeah for the venues yeah so, right. Yeah. I think I think yeah. as a whole, what we've realized is is because uh, actually both NS and Octo are kind of two sided, or at least in in, in NS case, perhaps even a three sided marketplace of sorts. Yeah. Is that you you will very few companies are able to succeed in successfully targeting both or all three sides of the market at the same time. Um, because of the fact that you need to have one to be able to satisfy the other one. Be focused. So we need to, yeah, and that's something that I think applies to all entrepreneurs, all startups, is that you need to be focused. Uh, you need to, you know, not overwhelm yourself with having too many things to do at the same time, but um, just, yeah, staying focused. And, and even what I do now, and I think you do the same as well, is just dedicating, you know, Monday I, I do finance and administration, and Tuesday I do end nest. And so I really segregate and, and separate my, my tasks um, so I think that was maybe something that used to be more of a challenge, but yeah. maybe not so much now. Um, just time management. Um, and that, again, is kind of coming back into what kind of the problem that NHS wants to solve is, is, is your time management. Um, so focus and, and time management, I think, are definitely existing challenges, but challenges that we're getting better at dealing with. Um, maybe for uh, Antnest as well, I think that maybe a challenge now is... Uh, just market entry. So obviously, it being a Swiss company, uh, most of our network and most of our, our our members and most of the value is in Switzerland, um, and so here we are trying to pre present this this yeah. enormous project um, to both individual entrepreneurs, but also to startups and to 
you know, eventually our clients, the support organizations, and we're trying to, you know, showcase them all the value they can already bring. But it's, it, it again comes down again to, I guess, the, the fact that we need entrepreneurs to bring value to them. Right. In, in that case, I think also another, uh, uh, another thing there is that uh, companies or people don't want to be first. You know, and that's also really what you have to like break through, let's say, yeah. uh, with some special offer or some additional uh, things that you, some other benefits that you can offer them. Uh, for example, to make a to a take video. the risk of being first, exactly, yeah. to shoot a video, or you can be part in our first newsletter, etc., to offer yeah. additional services to them for the early adopters. Yeah, yeah, and it's. Uh, I mean, there will always be people who who will say no or who will not immediately see the value, um, yeah. and it's I guess just a, a matter of. of surpassing that that barrier um and what we're not trying to do is is to you know add in additional benefits that you as an early adopter uh, will benefit from um and with that we are seeing that it's easier now to onboard um clients and, and more members which will then enable us to stop doing that special offer and then charge the full price of course so um yeah i guess those problem uh, solved, problem <laughs> solved. <laughs> yeah let's move on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 really that's really great, and uh, I think you unpacked a lot of great stuff there for listeners. And you you mentioned at the beginning, you know, the chicken and egg at the beginning. I think everyone were, when they're trying to kick off their startup and they have their they're managing another business, it's it's always a, the the big challenge. So greatly unpacked there. Now, just to make it uh, going further now into Nocto, I want you guys ask you because on Nocto you. You, you bootstrapped it in the end, and, and now you're at a stage where you've got the fir- first angel investor uh, getting there, looking for the, for the next one, and it's quite a challenging stage, as you guys are thinking on so many things, as you were, as you were mentioning before. So there is so much on the go. Now, how do you actually continue to grow sales and revenue, so to say, at the same time that you're doing all your other tasks? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think, uh, um, of course, some other helping hands uh, would help. So recently, we also have uh, have now added uh, two people to our our team. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, we have one account manager who is focusing on, on Rotterdam specifically. So yeah. I can focus more on, on The Hague. Um, so I think that's that's one uh, very important uh, yeah, team. Yeah. Team. Yeah. Yeah. And a good team as well, because uh, that's also uh, like... You, you can need helping hands, but uh, in the end, sometimes it turns out that you have to put a lot of effort in it and time, and then the outcome is not how you wanted it in the beginning. So exactly. it's really important to hire the right people. That yeah. I think is and I think place. we were talking about it before, before we even got started on the fact that you guys focused on being able to actually sell it yourself well before you now actually hire, right? Which is yeah. actually quite a key key yeah, factor yeah. I would say definitely that, that also makes it much more efficient to, to train the people in the right way and to already know like what uh, what the problems in the, in the in the early stage are and solve them yourself and then scale up instead of hiring people yeah. and, and see what the what, what comes out yeah and I guess it helps also in the training process of, of the uh, when adding new people to the team it's very important that that mark and I know how to do what we expect them to do. Um, because then we can, you know, we, we bring them along to a meeting with a client and, yeah. you know, we, we kind of handle the meeting, but it, it's great for them to see firsthand how the conversation goes, what kind of questions they ask so that they can also prepare. And we don't immediately just, um, you know, throw them into the deep end and, and just, you know, expect that or, or hope that they, that they survive. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, when you invest, when you essentially, yeah, when you grow your team, you're investing in those people. Yeah. Um, 
and you're investing in yourself because it, t it does take some time to train them. Um, so if you invest poorly, essentially, then it's, it's going to come back to haunt you. So definitely you need to have people helping you out, but you need to, you know, don't, don't take it for granted that, you know, just somebody helping me out is going to help the business because if that person isn't proactive, you know, we've also noticed then some key characteristics that we think are very important in speeding up the, the onboarding process. So, I, I, yeah, we think that proactiv proactivity uh, is definitely a key, uh, a key characteristic that we look for. Great, no, and, yeah. and I think on, continuing there as well, and I want to bring that connection with Ennest as well, yeah. because I imagine that uh, there's a lot of learnings and uh, uh, the maturity you've, you've, you've had, uh, so to say, in Ennest is something that you're sort of utilizing to, to also be smarter as well with Nocto. So can, yeah. can you unpack a little bit on, on that side, what, what you've done or, or the, the things that you've taken from one to the other, basically? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that we've taken from one to the other. Um, so although at surface level, they seem like two very different businesses, of course, one dealing with entrepreneurship, productivity, let's say, and the other one dealing with um, nightlife and music and events, you know, they yeah. seem like very different models and, and they are. Um, but fundamentally, they are still quite similar in the sense that we're trying to connect uh, people with bars and clubs. And, yeah. and, and with NS, we're trying to connect entrepreneurs, people with co-working spaces and incubators. So it's, it's still very similar. So what we do now is that we see that, you know, if I'm, I, I work more sort of with finance and administration and strategy. And, and a lot of the things that I do there are, you know, I can easily make a template of and reapply for Nocto and, and Mark dealing with marketing and sales can do the same. You know, we need a content calendar. We need a, a sales funnel. Um, if, you write, if I write a press release, I can basically copy the structure and, and, and make additions. So it, it, it actually works very, uh, very efficient as well. Yeah. And uh, also what, what I've learned from, from Nocto is that uh, the focus, again, is, is, is key. You know, you can, you can spread the word through, through 50 potential clients. Yes, it's, it's much more effective if you focus on five, make them happy and make them into your ambassadors and then via them uh, you, you, you grow. So yeah. I think uh, that's the same strategy what we now uh, do with Endless as well. Yeah. That we focus on some key players that we think are, are, uh, are really uh, will be interested in, in Endless. Uh, but and also will be good ambassadors. And will, and yeah. will be good ambassadors, exactly. So yeah, uh, yeah it's, uh, I think that it also comes down to a little bit of patience, I guess, and, and trying to play not the long term, but the medium term game. Because if you were to, if you were very short sighted in your company's growth, you might want to be like, okay, like I have, you know, 300 potential clients in the Netherlands, let me write one mail, one mailing list, and you know, push very hard for sales at all 300 clients. Um, first of all, not all of those 300 people are going to read that email. Uh, but secondly, that person that might be in Groningen, let's say, or somewhere far away, yeah. um, might then see that email and see that it's a hard sale that you're trying to make. It might be like, okay, look, I'm not interested. So I, I think that it's also important to be to be patient and to be focused and to um, you want to have a high success percentage, not like a high spread, let's say. And, uh, yeah, and I think in addition to that, I think it's also important not to direct sale, but first build up the relationship with some people. So I think that's also important then to focus on the people around you, that you're close with them. Yeah. So for example, now we're here in Mercure. It's, uh, it, it's, it, it's actually a client for Endnest and uh, Nocto. Uh, so we also work here sometimes to to be with them and to see what they what they think about it, yeah, yeah. Uh, how they see the, the results, etc. So you you have a responsibility to your clients to bring them the value that you promised them, 
So with Nocto, we tell them that we can help them bring more people to their bar. And as you saw, we're now in this room because there were too many people at the bar. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with Entness, we also uh, are now trying to help them promote themselves to the local and traveling entrepreneurs of The Hague as a great place to come and work. And as entrepreneurs, we, we, when, when we're in The Hague, we work a lot from here. So we're, we're really, uh, you know, if we can be close with the Mercure and they are happy, then it's going to be a lot easier for us to get others to join instead of trying to immediately trying to get, you know, 10, 15 places on board. Great stuff. Great stuff. And I, I just want to ask the, the, the last two questions to finalize this great episode. The one to come after the next one is on, on how do you actually, to make it practical for listeners, how do you manage your time and tasks? Yeah. Um, well, we use a tool called uh, Trello. I'm sure uh, a lot of you are uh, are familiar with it already. But, yeah, uh, I use it myself. Yeah, cool. yeah uh, cool. Trello is great. Um, I mean, for, for time management, at least, uh, it's, uh, it's really great because you can have different... Uh, I mean, we all have our own different cards um, yeah. and, and in our board, so you can really just structure your stuff. And I, I, I separate my tasks based on, on the day so that, again, I can be focused. Um, so maybe Mondays I focus uh, finance administration, Tuesday on Antness, Wednesday on kind of operations. Um, and then it just really enables you to, um, yeah, to make sure that your time is spent uh, effectively. So, I, I, yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think uh, regarding the tasks, like uh, how I do it is basically making checklists. So if I have appointments, I put them at the top. Uh, and the other stuff that I have to do with that day, I put them below. And then basically when I start a day, I check, okay, uh, I have these meetings, in between I can do this task or this task, so you can really prioritize. And so for me, it, uh, yeah, it really helps me uh, uh, getting structured and, and manage my time in the right way. And of course, also every day you check uh, if, if it is the highest priority on that day or that you then still can like move it to the next day or whenever. Uh, but just to remind you of certain stuff, I think it's also really, uh, really good. Yeah, yeah that's great. And, and, and I think that, that the way you guys are doing it, it's, it's definitely the right way. And, and I think for, for a lot of people, it's easier said than applied. That's, that's normally the case. Yeah. But uh, you guys have the focus, like you're saying. So maybe, maybe on, the, on the final <coughs> question here to, to conclude to listeners, uh, what are the main takeaways that you guys want to leave uh, the audience based on your entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial experience that you have so far, your journey between uh, both of them? Um, yeah, I think uh, building up a relationship before sale, before making the sale, uh, and I think following up at the right time. I think that is uh, that is a key element that uh, that you should be focusing uh, focusing on. Yeah, and uh, I think for me, uh, again, uh, focus. Uh, it's very easy to get distracted with so many things, uh, but pick your priorities and, and execute, and the rest can come later. Uh, and I guess the second thing would be would be patience as well. Um, one of my favorite sayings is that uh, you only have one shot at making a great first impression. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you're much better off making sure that you're ready to contact instead of contacting prematurely and wasting that first uh, that that first impression. Perfect. Focus, patience, building a relationship before the sale, following up. You guys heard it. So. <laughs> How can people get in contact with you guys? Yeah, well, for uh, for Entnest, uh, you can find uh, most of the information uh, on uh, entnest.com. Uh, so it is an invite-only community. Uh, so I'm sure we can uh, we can put in the comments or something. Uh, uh, but yeah, you can send uh, you can find me on 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 LinkedIn on Entnest itself, uh, David Franzen. 
Yeah, for Nocto, uh, you can find me uh, uh, on m. at noctab.com. You can always send an, uh, an email if you're in the hospitality industry or, uh, or are looking for a partnership or, or whatever. Or if you have a bar, of course. Um, so yeah, on noctab.com, you you also find all the information about uh, what we do, what we offer for the people, and, uh, and the business side. Wonderful, guys. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for for coming to the show. Yes, thank you as well for uh, for hosting. Thank yeah. you very much. And to the audience, I hope you guys got a lot of takeaways from this episode. That was Mark, that was David with Nest and Nocto International. Thanks so much and until next episode. This has been Sales Network One, covering the concepts, the fundamentals, things you've heard others ramble on about, but in an innovative, exciting way that just makes sense. Join Sebastian again on the next episode. Subscribe now so you're first to hear it. And if you really liked it, give us a five-star review or share this episode with a friend. Our website is salesnetworkone.com. Hasta la vista, baby.